Welcome to the Intuitive Therapist Podcast with Janice R. Cohen, therapist, clairvoyant, empath, and medium. Listen in as she takes a no-nonsense deep dive into real human struggles and how to resolve them. Janice will share channeled information from her spirit guide team, as well as the angels and archangels, to help you master your emotional, physical, financial, and spiritual destiny. And now, Janice R. Cohen. Hey, y'all. This is Janice Cohen, the intuitive therapist here on the Intuitive Therapist Podcast. So happy to share these thoughts with you this week. Uh, I've got some good content coming up over the next few weeks. I've got some special guests. Uh, I'm really going to talk to you about some good stuff. So today I want to talk to you about making your life a little easier. I always hope that the content offers uh, value to you and I always hope that it makes your life easier. But today we are literally talking about making your life easier by how uh, teaching you to have fewer inner conflicts. You know, the path to wholeness and holiness is actually one and the same. And you might get right with yourself uh, or not, right, to experience that sense of wholeness. But in all honesty, you kind of really do need to get right with yourself, making that choice to get right with yourself, or your life is going to be riddled with impasses, challenges, and inner conflicts. You see, wholeness is about embracing every single part of you, the saint, the sinner, the prude and the promiscuous, the selfish and the selfless, the ally and the saboteur, the prostitute and the dignified. And I could go on and on and on and on. And I'm sure you could, you could also think of, uh, some opposites here. Every day we are faced with internal and external judgments. We do it all the time. And I always say to people, if you tell me you don't ever judge anything, you're a liar. Because we all do it. Our society has conditioned us well to constantly critique who we are, how we are, what we do, when we do it, and how we don't measure up. It's crazy out there because our culture is so attached to categorizing and comparing and on top of that, if we aren't right with ourselves, all of the judgment can wreak havoc on us internally. And we might not even know that it's taken hold of us. Today, I want to talk with you about the internal stuff, the stuff that creates inner turmoil and inner conflict. And I hope that by the end of today's episode, you'll garner a clear sense of how you can contribute to your inner peace. Perhaps one of the biggest challenges in my life uh, is learning to accept what is and stop judging something or someone for how or who I wished it or they had been because of my hope for a particular outcome. I believe a lot of people struggle with this. This has been a pivotal thing for me, uh, attachment to outcome. And I've spent the majority of my life trying to work on it. Uh, I believe I've made some great strides in the last couple of years, but it still gets done. And I would bet that I am not alone in that regard. Years ago, I had an epiphany and that epiphany actually stuck and it really changed 
my life. I used to be somebody who fought with the truth. I argued with it, in all honesty. Somebody who pushed so hard against reality that I spent many years of my life being angry in my 30s because I felt that the cards that I was dealt were unfair. I felt powerless. And the only thing I felt like I could do was be pissed. <laughs> Once I had this epiphany, though, y'all, uh, how I perceived and dealt with challenge changed entirely. And I find myself in almost 98% of the circumstances that I'm in, 98% of the time, moving with life, not against it. The only time I get stuck is when I feel that I have experienced some sort of injustice. In particular, the kind of injustice that I cannot resolve with an outside source, be it personal or a condition. And this is where I continue to need work to get back in alignment with my epiphany state. The one statement that rocked my world and changed my life is really simple, yet profound. And the statement is, and I've mentioned this before, if you listen to some of my other podcasts, but I'm going to say it again, because this is something that y'all need to write down, post in your bathrooms, in your cars, in your office, uh, every single room. Have it on your screensaver on your phone. Here it is. It is what it is. Now, what am I going to do? When I lean into this statement, and it's truth, I can let go. I don't have to uh, posture about it. I don't have to be anything about it except observe it. I can embrace the reality of the situation and find resolve because I am observing, not reacting. I can find next steps and I can grow from it. It just takes me a little while longer to get to growth when I have to process unresolved energy from an unfair experience. If you were to think about how inner conflicts arise in you or in general, I mean, it's pretty, pretty simple. We are sword fighting with the truth. That's really uh, what, where inner conflicts come from. In addition to the fact that we are pulled between what we know we want to do and something we should be doing. Even if we think we're confused, if there was a gun put to our proverbial heads or proverbial gun put to our heads, the answer would be easy for us to find. There is no confusion. Fortunately, most of us aren't in that horrendous position of having a gun to our heads to inspire clarity. To have fewer inner conflicts, you have to be able to master your emotional reactions. You have to be able to stop judging yourself, somebody else, or circumstance and connect with discernment. Here's the difference. Judgment is based on prejudice. So it's about you even when you, you judge uh, your judgment may be right. It's still based on your own stuff. Discernment is based on understanding and direct seeing. It's about direct seeing of what is. And the way you'll know if you're in judgment or in uh, discernment is if you have an emotional reaction. Period. Judgment is an emotionally charged uh, attitude or behavior, discernment is not. 
Two people can say the same thing about a person or situation, and one of them will be judging and the other will be discerning based on the two people's internal experiences. When you're in judgment, you're in resistance. When you're in discernment, you're in acceptance. So, so all I ask is that you check with yourself each time you make a value or moral assessment of somebody, do you feel resistance or not? If you do, that is your shadow side right there just lurking. Moral judgment is in the way of clarity all the time. And it diminishes the capacity for direct seeing. Our biases come into play. When we speak of moral judgment and our need to elevate ourselves because of how somebody else is or how they behave with us or with others, we're letting our ego take the lead. This is where you need to understand the snag that catches you. We assume that we're better than another, or at least you're trying to convince yourself that you're better, but many times you don't really believe it either. Hence, you feel resistance in you. Anytime you're judging somebody, instead of accepting them, you fail to see that it is you whom you are judging and finding fault with, not the other person. I talk about mirroring all the time. This is exactly what judgment is. Because you have to know that what somebody else does that bothers you or affects you in some way where you have some kind of reaction has everything to do with you. Okay? If you have a reaction to it. Now, what somebody does, what they choose to do, has nothing to do with you. It's separate. So I'm going to say it again. If you have a reaction to something somebody says or does, or a circumstance that has everything to do with you. If you don't, and somebody's showing some behavior, and you're like, ah, then it has to do with them. Even if they're responding to something you've done or not. If you're someone, and most of us has some aspect of the need to judge somebody else, so don't tell me you don't. If you are somebody who judges somebody else, then you have to realize that there are aspects of yourself that are unresolved. And as the saying goes, if you spot it, you got it. And that means positive things too. If you find somebody beautiful, then you recognize the beauty in you. If you find somebody annoying or a pain in the ass, well, just know you're probably annoying and a pain in the ass to somebody else too. You just may not be willing to acknowledge it. And it can be hard. Uh, it can be a hard and blunt truth to accept. And you might even argue with me that what bothers you and others has nothing to do with you. And you know what? You can. I am observing that. See, I'm, I'm in discernment. Your uh, rejection of what I say does not impact me in the least. When I am in discernment, I can simply accept that about you. When I'm in judgment, I'm going to have a reaction and I'm going to get defensive, or I'm going to try to be right. Inner conflicts come solely from a person not being right with themselves, somebody who hasn't yet accepted all parts of who they are, all, who, all parts of who they are. And everybody's on this lifetime journey to do that, by the way. So it's not like somebody gets there 20 and, oh, I just accept everything. Nope. Because life has to do with pulling up things that you don't expect to happen so that you can deal with what you aren't dealing with. Therefore, when it comes to decision-making, 
all too often a person like this, somebody who uh, hasn't accepted all parts of themselves, they're going to have great difficulty making swift decisions without guilt, remorse, or second guessing. One of the most important questions you can ask yourself when you are in inner conflict and, ju and judgment of others is, how am I feeling about this? Do I feel anything about this? And if I do, what is the feeling? So how am I feeling when I say this? Do I feel anything about this? And if so, what is it? If you have a reaction, then you're in judgment. And it, and it would behoove you to look within and find uh, the root cause and resolve that. Everything always circles back to you as you are the common denominator in your life. Now, that doesn't mean that you, you make anyone do anything. However, if you're bothered by something somebody does, you know, that's on you. That's the hard part and the easy part. And that's actually a good thing. Because when you're able to connect with the root cause of your unhappiness, in other words, what, what's something triggered in you that you have such a, a reaction, um, you give yourself the opportunity to resolve it. And that is always a good thing. The only time we are in inner conflict is when we're working so hard to deny the truth. When we don't want to accept a situation or person for what it is or who they truly are and what causes us deeper pain in inner conflict, inner conflict is the disappointment we harbor because the situation didn't turn out the way we wished it had or a person didn't behave according to how we wished they would. People who like themselves have no need to cause drama, gossip, uh, to be judgmental or elevate themselves. They're right with themselves and they rarely struggle with inner conflicts. They simply accept what is, see it for what it is, and then act accordingly in ways that further foster their inner peace. They accept all parts of themselves and therefore can see other, others being on their path to their own self-acceptance without contempt for them. And with a default setting that is on, well, it must be personal uh, that they're acting this way, right? So if they, it mustn't be personal if they're acting this way, if somebody is in their self-acceptance. Self the likelihood that a person who's at peace will be offered, offended by anything is minimal at best, and they've cultivated a way of responding to the needs of the moment with the fullness of their being. No scripts, no ulterior motives, just them in the present, observing without judgment, now that sounds nice. Have you ever had moments like that? When you stop debating in your head why you feel what you feel, and you simply notice that you feel what you feel, you create an element of emotional separation with your thoughts. And then when you do this, you can observe them without judgment and move on. Because our thoughts are not us. Our thoughts are things. There is no strategizing when you're in this uh, space in your mind and you are naturally, you're your natural self and your feelings don't become problems. The mind, the ego, it sends us messages all the time about what to be bothered by. And I hope you know, uh, you know now that you realize that you have a choice to either be bothered by those thoughts or not. Like you have a choice if you get that distance. If you have the capacity to step back and simply notice what you're feeling and thinking, then you can redirect yourself very easily. 
or reach out to get some help to resolve something, then move on. As long as your ego isn't in charge, you can receive things in the purest state. Remember, ego is always in the way of clarity, and it's in the way of everything, and it mars everything if you let it. If you're ruled by your thoughts, you'll always be emotional, because you'll, you'll believe your thoughts, especially if you project onto other people. If you're ruled by observation, you will always be in discernment and non-reactive and in full acceptance. What I'm about to say is something that most of us have to work on. Please stop making things about you. People do things based on their current circumstances and where they are in their journey and self-growth, their current needs, and they are just taking care of themselves. So you may show up fully in one way and maybe your friend, your partner, your family member, your colleague kind of is a 50% or one leg, one leg in, one leg out. That's where they're at. They don't want to step up. It's easier not to, maybe. When we get caught up in the need for a specific outcome, then we create inner conflict. Does all of this make sense? And when we judge, we are actually saying, the outcome or the way they're behaving or the way the situation should be, should be a different way. When your ego doesn't rule you anymore, you won't have that inner conflict. Your days will be filled with peace and more joy. That's not to say that you won't have things come up that'll ruffle your feathers for a moment, but you'll be able to hop back into discernment, into that place of observation and acceptance of what is, as you're looking directly at what originally bothered you and you'll cut the lifespan of your inner conflict into moments rather than hours, days, weeks, months, and years of feeling gypped out of something. The mind doesn't know the answers y'all, the heart and gut do. Your job, listen to this, is to bind your mind so that the illusion that thoughts are true and valid doesn't even exist. You're aware of your thoughts you're aware of your feelings, you literally objectify them, and you observe them, and you can choose to own both, one, or none. I hope this has been helpful. I hope that you will learn to shift into discernment, getting away from judgment. I hope you'll take the time to work on the things that bother you and other people. <laughs> I hope I hope that you know that what bothers you and other people is really uh, are really the areas and aspects of yourself that you need to get right with. And I have full faith in you that you will. I wish you a wonderful day, a blessed week, and as always, live intuitively. Thanks for listening to The Intuitive Therapist. If you like what you heard, the best compliment you can give us is to share this podcast with a friend. And be sure to give us some stars and a favorable review at Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen in.